sound is medicine. You can't see it, but you can feel the effects of what it's doing in your body. The frequencies have the ability to go into our cells, go into our DNA, to clear things out of the body, to clear stagnant energy. And that's why it feels so good is because like that, the harmonizing of the energy body through the sound. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back, friends. Hope your day is off to an amazing start. Today on the podcast, we are chatting plant medicine, crystals, sound healing, crystalline frequencies. It's a really fun and juicy episode. My guest today is Rebecca Keating, and I got connected with her just over a year ago. I had attended some of her ceremonies from ecstatic dance to drum circles to ceremonial cacao ceremonies, and I got connected with her through my friend Lauren. So shout out to Lauren. Thank you so much for the connection. So I just love what Rebecca is up to and all the different things that she hosts and is sharing with her community. She also is the owner of this really beautiful crystal shop called Shaman Sisters in Port Credit. And I have bought many crystals from there. I've also bought this really beautiful singing bowl from there. And if you are ever in the Port Credit area, I do suggest that you pay her a visit and you can probably spend many hours in that store as I often do. So if you are not in the area and you'd still like to check out the store, you can also shop online. And she is hooking up our audience with a 20% coupon code. So whether you are shopping online or in store, you can use the code wellnesswitch20 and that will save you 20% off. So head on over to shamansisters.com and you will be blown away by all the amazing things that she has there and literally every single crystal known to man. So um, happy shopping. So my guest, Rebecca Keating, she is a shamanic and combo practitioner, a static dance facilitator, and quantum energy healer. She's also the author of The Ultimate Guide to Shamanism. Rebecca was a registered nurse in her previous career and is the founder and owner of Shaman Sisters, a crystal shop and online store, and of a sacred space called the Aura Room. Rebecca is a steward of crystalline beings here to assist in anchoring the crystalline frequencies and merging of ancient and future technologies for aligning with the highest timeline. And if you're just like, what did you just say? Crystalline frequencies? If you're confused, all good. We're diving into that. I ask her what that all means. So it's a really juicy episode. Let's dive in. Enjoy. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited we're able to finally make this work. And I'm so happy to share you with my audience. So before we officially dive in, can you share with everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes, I sure can. So I am a, geez, what am I these days? (laughs) Uh, You wear a lot of hats. Yeah. I mean, so I currently, I own a crystal shop in Port Credit. 
and uh, we have uh, an, another space where we hold a different variety of ceremonies with sound healing. I'm also a shamanic practitioner and a Campbell practitioner. So I work with uh, different medicines and sound, and uh, I also work with crystals. And my previous career, I was a, a registered nurse. So now I'm kind of moving, I've moved into more of a, a holistic practice. That's amazing. And I have been to your crystal shop and it's very hard to to not want to buy all the things. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful in there. I love it so much. So let's talk about like your previous life. You were a nurse practitioner. How did you go from that into shamanism? Like I'm sure there's a million <laughs> stories you could probably share along the way, but kind of the Cole's notes of like, what brought you here? So I always knew actually early on that I was um, more drawn towards energy work and um, spiritual practices uh, or very early on, even in nursing school. Uh, and then I actually started getting really drained in my nursing jobs um, and I was feeling like just exhausted and I was, you know, I was healthy, so couldn't figure out why. And I went to actually go see a shaman and she said that I had a lot of energies that were attaching to me. I was picking up things in the hospital and she recommended a stone called black tourmaline. So I started working. This is the first crystal I ever had, started working with that. And it literally changed my life working with this crystal and also just learning um, clearing practices like like clearing with sage. Um, you know, I do it every day when I got home from work. And then towards the end of my nursing career, I was a director of care and I was, um, I had, I continued to pursue energy work and shamanism, like my entire nursing career. Um, and then towards the end, I was actually like burnt, burnt out. My adrenals were fried. My hair was falling out. Um, and I knew it was time to make a career change. And essentially I just started my crystal business making black tourmaline jewelry and selling it to like nurses and doctors. And I was actually really surprised because they're, you know, they're trained conventionally. And I was actually really surprised at how many of them were very open to it because like just working in the field, you deal with it firsthand, you know, you're affected by the environment and stuff. So that was kind of like my, my shift. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. And I love that it was very well received right? Especially in that space of like, what is this witchery stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised too. It was That's uh, amazing. Yeah. So when you're saying working with crystals, like what does that actually mean? What does that look like? So, um, I mean, crystals, like everything is energy. So crystals also have a vibration and energy and depending on the the composition and the color and the structure of the crystal, they're going to have different um, like benefits and properties. Like for example, black tourmaline is very grounding and protective. Um, and so typically we'll work with a crystal that's an energy that we want to bring into our frequency. Um, like for example, maybe we're looking for love. So we would probably work with the pink stone, like rose quartz, and they actually do work. <laughs> They actually, I've seen so many people like bring call love in with, with the crystal, but it's just essentially like working with the vibration of the, when the crystal comes into your field, then there's like a law called the law of resonance. And you begin to resonate with the energy of that crystal, which allows you to attract that similar energy in. So there's, 
that way of working with them. Um, there's like making crystal grids. You can use them on altars. You can use them. Um, like I put like black tourmaline and selenite in all the windows and doorways of my home. Ooh, I love uh, that. Yes. And they also, they store and amplify energies as well. So using them, like putting them out in the sun and they can call in all the codes that the sun carries and amplify those out. So there, there's so many different ways. And especially I feel in this time, crystals are, are very profound to be working with those, those energies they store ancient technologies and information there's there's so many things we can do with them and 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 everyone some like when you're just starting you pick up a crystal and you're like oh i don't feel anything but it takes time and over time they will actually you know you can attune to even like hearing them talk to you feeling their energy so sometimes it takes practice that is wild my husband got me for our wedding anniversary a lemuria stone Mm, yes lemuria lemuria yes lemuria quartz Lemurian. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. It's beautiful. Like the minute I touched it, I was like, I, I felt like vibrations through my body. I was just like, oh my God, this stone is amazing. And then during the full moon, I like put it out uh, on the windowsill. And um, yeah, I actually meant to wear it today, but it's, it's a really beautiful stone and I'm just learning more about it. Yeah, and they say like Lemurians are one of those very special stones that do carry like specific ancient codes. Um, you could also say they're potentially from the future as well, <laughs> if you really want to go right. there. But um, right. they there's when you, they say when you get a Lemurian, um, they have those lines like if it's a if it's a rough piece, but they'll have these lines encoded, but they still have these specific codes, and they say that. If you get a Lemurian quartz, that those are the codes that are meant for you and you're getting it at the time you start to work with those codes. And so it's, it's, a, it's a very powerful one. It's like I have hundreds of Lemurian crystals. Amazing. Okay. I love it. I love it. I'm going to start working with it a lot, a lot more. I, I do feel like very connected to it. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to like sit in meditation with it and whatnot. CanPrev is one of my favorite supplement companies. You guys have probably heard me speak all about their products. If you follow me over on Instagram, you know that I absolutely love their myonazotol and their collagen, and I take those products regularly. They have also launched some really cool liposomals. So if you're not familiar with what liposomal means, it's basically a phospholipid bilayer that protects the nutrients in transit from your digestive system, and from enzymatic breakdown while supporting a quick sustained cellular uptake. So I know that was a lot of words right there. Basically, it's helping with bioavailability and getting those active nutrients direct to the cell. Some really cool liposomals that they've launched recently is melatonin, as well as coenzyme Q10, and they have also launched a milk thistle. So milk thistle is fantastic for liver support and liver detoxification. Melatonin, we know, is amazing for sleep, and coenzyme Q10 is great for fertility, anti-aging. It's really important for cellular health. So if you're looking to take your supplements in an upgraded form, check out some of these liposomals from CanPrev. You can find them across Canada at any health food store, and you can also search for them online if you are in the U.S. Okay, so let's talk about shamanism and like 
Can you explain to our listeners what that really means? Yeah, it's uh, to me, it's it's shamanism is, you know, it's not associated with any type of um, religion. It's really, it's not isolated to any type of group, particularly. Um, It's really like a a practice, a practice of your own self-discovery. And it's very earth and nature based. So um, connecting with the elements and uh, connecting with the earth. And then also uh, shamans will have the ability to commune with spirits, like whether that's plant spirits or nature spirits or, um, you know, uh, ancestors. Uh, so it, there's, it's a very broad, um, you know, involves music. Uh, and it's, it's really, for me, it's really about your own, your own healing journey of, of where you, of where you're, you know, peeling away trauma and things like that. And just having your own practice connected to, to prayer connected to, um, and I don't mean prayer in the religious sense, but you right. know, prayer, prayer is very powerful and a big part of shamanism. Um, actually that was one of the things I had to deconstruct when I started shamanism was prayer. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit more about that. So expand yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I did grow up in a religious household, um, you know, went to the like Catholic school and I, I didn't resonate with it. It was too much in a box for me. Um, and actually I had issues with the, the word God, um, and prayer. Like I just couldn't, I couldn't do it because of just childhood, um, childhood memories of it being like so strict and rigid. And then when I started on my shamanic training, one of the biggest things that we did was prayer and intention. And so I had to kind of deconstruct that programming. Um, And what I found was that like prayer is just so powerful. It's just something that, you know, it doesn't involve, you you know, any sort of, you can, you can, your, your, your life is literally a walking prayer, but even just setting like your intentions in the day for what you want to accomplish or, you know, calling in protection or asking for a specific outcome or the highest good in a situation. What I found was that um, when I started really practicing prayer, my life, everything in my life changed. And that's actually when I started uh, Shaman Sisters was when I was doing my shamanic training and I was really implementing all the shamanic tools into my life, learning how to set boundaries and all these things that, you know, and, and prayer was just like, to this day, I have, I could probably write a book just about like really like miraculous things that happened to me just through the power of prayer. So it's a, a very big part of shamanic work. That's beautiful. I love that. So when you said like shamanic training, like what does that actually look like? What is somebody doing to become a shaman? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm a shamanic practitioner. Um, and most, like most shamans, like, don't actually they won't actually call themselves a shaman it's traditionally like the um the community that will call someone a shaman or medicine person right um but uh, even to become a shamanic practitioner does involve some training uh there's different places that you can go some people will go to you know the amazon and they'll learn andean shamanism there's Native American shamanism. And like for me, I've learned a blend of many different practices. Um, and, and that's what a lot of people will do. They'll, they'll take, but some people will take um, 
like a weekend retreat and then they'll start saying they're a shamanic practitioner, which doesn't <laughs> doesn't work that no, way. No, <laughs> it does not. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's it's a way of life too. And if you like, I've been on this path for over 10 years. So, and, and, uh, done many, many, many different things. Uh, so it's, it's not like it's a regulated thing. Um, but there, there should be some kind of formal training involved in it. And it usually takes several years. Mine, mine took several years. Yeah. So as part of that, like prayer intention, plant medicines, like I'm sure there's a lot that's a part of that. Can you break down what that experience looked like for you. Yeah. So it was a lot of like the, the training, the original training that I did was through, it was kind of more, I would say, I don't know, I call it a little bit more hardcore because <laughs> we did things like sweat lodges. Um, we did things like vision quests where we were out in the dark with no, uh, nothing like no blanket, nothing all night in the middle of, you know, an Island with like, you know, no access. They were, People were nearby, but you had no flashlight. And the whole point of that is- That's pretty hardcore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the whole point of that is to relinquish fear. Um, One of the reasons. Um, So we did a lot of stuff like that. And then uh, a lot of ceremonies, many, many different types of ceremonies, working with the elements, um, learning how to do things like give offerings and honor spirits. Um, one of the things we did that was really cool that a lot of people are talking about these days, there's this thing called, um, I don't know what they call it. It's like light therapy or dark therapy and where they'll go, I don't know, for like a week in the, in complete darkness. And we did a day of that. So we did a full day. We wore these things. They're called mindfolds and literally there is no way of any light getting in. And so we show up and they told us they didn't, there was no like ahead of time warning that we were going to be in darkness for the entire day. So we put these things on and they took us like around the city with helpers, with these blindfolds on. Um, And actually by, so we went out, we went around the city, they brought us back. And when they brought us back into the building where we were, um, I could see fully the, the entrance to the door. I could see where my chair was inside the room so that it opens up the third eye. I could see everything um, with no with no actual light or any vision. So uh, and that was just one day. So I can only imagine what would happen in, in, in a, a week. week. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, Very that's cool. so wild. Yeah. So in your bio, you say you are here to anchor in the crystalline frequencies. What does that mean? <laughs> So in terms of like what's happening on the planet right now, we are like our physical bodies are, are changing structure um, from carbon to, to crystalline. And I don't know if you've noticed in your practice, like a lot of people, like even in my practice um, and in my personal life, like a lot of people are going through so much like physical body pain, unexplained illnesses, you know, like depending on their template. Some people are really feeling it more than others, um, but it's like actually because we are actually turning more crystalline in structure, <laughs> which sounds crazy. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why with for me, I feel like as a steward of crystals and crystal energy, um, I really see the importance of like working with them in a good way, 
uh, sourcing them in a good way and understanding like what they actually hold, like, you know, not just um, collecting them as like a fad or something, but actually realizing that they're like helpers, they're, they're spirit helpers that um, are helping us as we are ascending, as the earth is ascending, the crystals are here also to help us with that ascension. Okay. So for someone who's like listening right now and they're like, I am going through a lot of physical pain and changes and just unexplained symptoms. Like I just don't know what's going on. And here you are telling me these crystalline frequencies, you know, our bodies are changing. For someone who maybe is hearing that, like, what do you suggest for them, you know, to to do or maybe to step into or maybe a way to start honoring more about what's showing up for them? Like what what should they do or should they say? I think it it really helps to understand that like we're all in this together, literally like everyone is going through this on some level. Uh, Some people are are having a harder time, but everyone is dealing with it. Um, And so we're all going through these, these huge changes, which is like, you know, we didn't expect this in this lifetime. For sure. (laughs) Uh, But also like if they're really struggling, um, even just working with any kind of practice that is going to help them like grounding to the earth, any kind of like meditation practice. Um, and then really cleaning up like the lifestyle and the diet because, um, and I'm sure you teach everybody this, but, you know, drinking lots of water and really, you know, detoxing or nourishing or whatever it is that the, the body needs to do to just support that process. Cause it's, it is uncomfortable and, um, no one likes it <laughs> and it's unexplainable and, you know, we're, we kind of, we're here for it. So we just have to support, um, in the best way that we can do that. Are you getting in enough salt? The thing is we've been misinformed over the years and the salt intake that's recommended by the FDA is around 2.3 grams daily where the optimal range is actually closer to five and seven grams daily. I absolutely love the Element electrolytes. They've got 1,000 milligrams of sodium with 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium. It is a meaningful dose of electrolytes in a science-backed ratio. You've probably seen myself share this all over Instagram, and you've probably seen so many people share this brand because they really are fantastic and their electrolytes really work, and they make you feel amazing. Your adrenals really need that salt. So if you are feeling depleted, if you're an athlete, if you are outside in the summer and you're sweating a lot, and you are just a menstruating woman, your body needs those electrolytes to thrive. Right now, you can get yourself a free sample pack with any purchase at drinkelement.com forward slash wellness witch. Their grapefruit salt has arrived just in time for summer and it is delicious. I absolutely love it. So if you're looking for something refreshing as well as very hydrating, get that sample pack with any purchase at drinkelement.com forward slash wellness switch. That link again is D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash wellness switch. So I'd love to talk about sound healing because I know that you do a lot of this and I always love watching like your reels or your stories when you're using your your singing bowls. And in fact, you could probably see the one up there. Do you remember yeah. I bought that one? Yeah, the orange one. Oh, um, yes, I bought great. that at your shop. Yeah, I love it. And there's something just so powerful 
just playing it and hearing it, like it literally goes like straight to the heart for me. It's just, I, I really feel that music in my body. So, or that sound in my body. So I would love to talk about the benefits of sound healing, or maybe we can even just backtrack, like what is sound healing to begin with? Yeah. So it's, it's also frequency and vibration. And so because we're frequency and vibration as well, it, it, it's literally the fastest like access into our energy field and into our cells, into our body. So the, the frequencies, um, they, you know, they have the ability to go into our cells, go into our DNA to clear things out of the body, to clear stagnant energy. Um, and that's why it feels so good is because like that, the harmonizing of, of the energy body through the, through the sound, um, is, you know, it's like sound is medicine. And also even just like the, the chakras of the body, you know, it's bringing them back into balance. Um, and it just proves like that the, you know, some people maybe don't, I think most people agree now that everything is energy, (laughs) energy is everything. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's just sound and there's no physical, like you can't see it, but you can feel the effects of what it's doing in your body moving through. And it's, um, it's a gentle way of really doing a lot of, a lot of clearing and just bringing your body back into balance and into coherence. It also affects the brain wave states as well and balances the hemispheres of the brain and makes you happy. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Is this something you do on like a daily basis? No, I should though. (laughs) I I really should. I should start. I mean, every once in a while, like I'll go down and actually, as soon as you talked about the bowl, I'm like, I'm going to go down and play my bowls. Yeah. I'm like Um, literally going to get off this (laughs) interview and go play that after. I'm going to go play my bowls and my gong right after this. Uh, But sometimes I do like, and I'll just, even five minutes will be, will be amazing. I don't need, I don't need very long. Uh, And then of course, when I do like a sound bath, um, I'll be playing them for an hour straight and I'll go in with like hip pain and back pain and uncomfortable and, you know, stuck energy. And all by the end of the hour, I have no pain at all. So it's just clearing everything. It's so amazing. Oh, that's so beautiful. So FYI to all our listeners, I've been to Rebecca's for like a static dance and cacao ceremony, uh, drumming circle, and she has the most insane gong. Like it is unreal that thing. <laughs> like when I saw that in your basement. And I think we were in the cacao ceremony and you just like, you know, you hit the gong and I was just like, it was the loudest thing. And it was just this vibration that went through the room and like through my entire body. It felt amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Like, what made you decide to get that? And how do you even, so for example, like with your sound healing, is there a process of using it? Let's talk a little bit about that. So I, um, well, actually went to a sound bath like years ago and I was like, I heard the gong for the first time and I was like, I'm getting a gong one day. Yeah. Um, and it was like, uh, for sure. And then when I got my space, I got a gong, I got the gong and actually was supposed to be like, I thought I was getting like half the size. I didn't. Yeah, it's massive. It. And it ended up being this huge gong. And I was like, 
what? And I didn't know that it was going to be that big, but I guess that was the gong that I was meant to get. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so in terms of the gong, I I feel I'm, I did take some training in it, but I, it's mostly pretty intuitive um, when I when I play it and how I play it. Like, cause it's just like every instrument, they teach you how to play it. So if you really attune to your instrument, then they are the ones you are playing, they are playing through you. And, and so if you connect with your, once you connect with your instrument, um, then, you know, this, this magic comes out. Like sometimes I'm playing the drum and I'm like, that was not even me like playing it at all. You know, it was just the magic of the, of the drum. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah, your gong is like next level. It's insane. <laughs> I need to come over again just so I could see it. <laughs> I'm literally going to play it right after this. <laughs> yeah, you totally should. Absolutely. So I'd love to talk about plant medicine because I know you have a lot of experience here, but I'd love to go back to like your very first introduction to plant medicine and what that looked like. So... I mean, I had some introductions to plant medicine way before, like when I was younger, For sure. which we was not in a ceremonial way. I think most of us right. had those experiences. Yes. <laughs> um, and then my shamanic training for most of the, my, like for all of my training and a lot of the stuff I did, did not involve plants at all. There was no plant medicine at all. And then I was called to go to Peru and do um, ayahuasca. We did ayahuasca San Pedro and um Campbell um and that was my first experience um with it and I mean I had really great experiences but uh, after learning more and progressing on my journey and sitting with other shamans I realized you know what they were doing there was not really okay it wasn't really protocol or any you know type of sacred space um which I, I knew, but you know, when it's your first time doing something there, the, yeah, you're not sure. You don't know. And I find that in the, in like, I love plant medicine and it's changed my life. Um, but I do really feel so, so strongly about, you know, there's a lot of vulnerable people that really don't know any better. Uh, so they really have to right. do a lot of research and make sure that they're, you know, where they're going is good. For sure. is reputable. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So how was your very first ayahuasca experience? So it was, re- it was really, really good. Like I had, um, even though, you know, the setting was probably not ideal. Um, I was not really, you know, I was, I was still, I was still okay. And I, from the very first moment, I actually, I don't know if other people have experienced this, but I felt like the spirit of, of the grandmother come into my body and I could see her just like scanning through and sort of doing this, like, you know, this assessment of me, (laughs) she's like, hello. And then next Mm -hmm. thing you know, she starts showing me images. Um, And I, my, my intention for that ceremony, one of them was like, I wanted to know what my gifts were. And right away, I saw like one of the words, which I had to look up, I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was like, literally a word right across my visual field, which was one of my gifts. And then she started showing me how it operates. And I was like, oh, because that's, you know, that's, she'll show you, you know, how these things work. Um, so it was that. And then also like my partner, um, it showed me his spirit animal. And I wasn't even asking that, but he just came in as a, as a tiger. And awesome. like, he's, he's totally a tiger. Um, but they, it was, she just showed me that. And I was like, 
Oh, I told them after your spirit animal is a tiger. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. So from there, you went on to experiment more with ayahuasca and I'm sure mushrooms and San Pedro, all, all sorts of things. So I'm yes. curious, like what have been some of your biggest ahas from, you know, using plant medicine? So, um, oh geez, there's that, there's so many, you know, you know, it's like had trying to describe the undescribed. Totally. It's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, geez, you know, I think that one of the, one, when you look at like, there's so much like really amazing codes that you'll see and you'll have DNA activations and all that stuff is amazing. But what also is really good is that the shadowy side of things that you get to see the aspects of yourself that, you know, are just unconscious that you don't even, and it could just be little things or uh, ways you are in relationships that can be like life changing. Um, and, and also uh, when you're, when you're in prayer, when you're, when, and I've learned this through more recent shaman that I worked with, but when you're in prayer uh, in, in ayahuasca, um, and you're doing prayer work, like the, the prayers are answered. Like, I can't even believe it. They're answered like the next day, so many times. And you're like, how is that even possible? <laughs> um, but That's I so really, true. It, yeah. And if you're with the right shaman and you're doing the right medicine, right setting, I find uh, I've been able to go way, way deeper, connect with ancestors, um, like really be with them, feel them right there with me, talking to me um, many times, uh, you know, and I wasn't able to go that deep with in settings where, you know, my subconscious kind of didn't quite feel it, it was time, I guess. Right. Really cool. And so I guess maybe this sort of similar to the question I just asked in terms of like your aha moments, but more like what you learned about yourself utilizing plant medicine. Oh, that's another really good question. <laughs> I've, I've learned, um, I've learned to access like a lot more of my gifts, um, in terms of like, even the voice, like I, everything I've ever done has involved the voice, like even all my mm -hmm. shamanic work, you know, many different things, Cambo. And I still wasn't using my voice until, um, recently in ayahuasca. Oh, finally. And I had a, a lot of like throat clearings, like multiple um, like I would see the the grandmother going into my throat and pulling things out and um, actually learning to speak my truth was a very important piece um, that I that I learned through working with the grandmother that really helped as well. And so um, as the more I started speaking my truth, the more I could sing. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> that's really great. And setting boundaries as well. Like, I mean, I feel like one of the biggest things I learned in shamanism was setting boundaries. But the the grandmother was like just going like this to me and sh showing me how people, situations were like really pulling on my energy. And I was just being too like, you know, nice and, and accommodating and not right. not speaking my truth, allowing these things to happen. And I and she would show me this like time and time again. And I just finally was like, okay, this is, this isn't serving me at all. And, um, 
when I took the guidance, it was it was very powerful to actually, you know, set these really clear boundaries with, with certain situations and people. That's great. That's important, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. coming more into who you are and really honoring that, which is so important. Yeah. And not so, everyone will like it. <laughs> it's true. Of course. Of course. Right. It's it's yeah. hard because I'm sure you've gone through the process of people pleasing, right? Oh. And and then when you learn to create those boundaries, yeah, you end up, you know, not 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 necessarily hurting others, but they can feel hurt yeah. from those boundaries that you create. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. So when you are saying grandmother, you know, grandmother came to me. I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but for some of our listeners who might be very new to hearing about ayahuasca and like, what, what does she mean? Her grandmother came? Like, do you want to explain a little bit more about that? Yeah. So in, you know, in, in the, the shamanic world, the plant medicine world, the different plants typically take on like a, a masculine or feminine energy. And the, the grandmother is feminine, but she's also like considered to be the grandmother, also like kind of the master plant. Um, and she does have a very grandmothery type of role. Like grandmothers are, they're gentle, but they're hard. At the same For sure. Time. <laughs> very true. Yeah. You know, and they don't, they don't like, you know, they don't, they don't mess around. Like they kind of get to, you know, they, they, they're going to say what they need to say. Like grandmothers are like that, right. you know, they're, they're at that age where they don't care. <laughs> Absolutely. They're bold and just get to the point. Yeah. But they're still yeah. loving. So, so, Absolutely. so. So ayahuasca is the grandmother medicine as a, like San Pedro is considered like the grandfather, very masculine energy, um, very, very different. I haven't, that's the, that's my next, that's on my next, uh, my list of plant medicine to it's experiment amazing. with San Pedro. Yes, I have heard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be coming to you probably for that soon. <laughs> <laughs> so for someone that is wanting to integrate more spiritual practices in their life, where would you suggest they start? So, um, I mean, even just meditation is a good place, but meditation is not for everybody. Um, typically, I actually don't do a lot of meditation. I prefer to do dance. Hmm, um, so do I, I. Yeah, yeah. So, so whatever they feel, um, you know, whatever they feel is going to bring them that that joy. Sometimes for people, it's just getting out in nature, just really connecting to the the earth can be just so healing right um but connecting to to some kind of some form of practice that they resonate with some people it's breath work um some people it's dance or even just having a a morning routine where you um you do like a few minutes of prayer or writing or journaling just a morning practice to kind of like set your day and to connect um it's really, really profound when you sit in prayer and you just connect, you know, you just feel that moment of, of connection, which is mi missing from our, most of our lives. For sure. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your book. So my book is, um, it's got a lot of practices in it that, that are how to, so it's, it's really a how to book. Um, and so there's so many different things like, like you asked about implementing practices, um, there's many different practices. There's ways to, you know, connect with instruments and do ceremony with your instrument to connect to the spirit. Um, there is uh, meditations on just aligning your chakras, prayer, 
um, opening up sacred space and how to set altars up. So all of like for someone who's just learning and looking to to start practice, there's so many different tools that they can use in there. Um, And then there's also a lot of really, really beautiful illustrations. The um, illustrator just did incredible incredible so it's very very visually nice to look at and then it has like photos of different things so it really allows you to to kind of dive in and pick what resonates with you what you want to work with that's awesome and where can our audience find that so it's on amazon um they can get it on amazon it's on my website uh shamansisters.com or any like any online bookstore and it's in it's in bookstores as well so any it's basically available most uh, book outlets. It's the ultimate guide to shamanism. Oh my God. I just went to the Shaman Sister site right now and then <laughs> went over crystals and like <laughs> all of them popped up. She's shopping right now. <laughs> I am. I'm shopping right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Just just don't mind me. Uh, beautiful. Awesome. Well, we will be sure to link that up in our, our show notes and everyone can go check out shamansisters.com. And uh, I always get your emails with like all of the different sales and crystals and everything. And I'm like, oh my God, I could probably shop here like every single week. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We do like weekly sales too. So if people are on our email list, they can get our updates and different things we have going on and stuff. Beautiful. Awesome. And so outside of that, where can our audience connect with you? So I'm on um, Instagram, uh, Shaman Sisters, and then my personal Instagram is Rebecca's Dream. Um, And then I'm I'm also on Facebook with uh, Shaman Sisters. Amazing. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. It was so great to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll connect soon. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. If you'd like to shop shamansisters.com, be sure to use the coupon code wellnesswitch20 for 20% off all the amazing crystals and beautiful products that Rebecca has over at her store. And if today's episode resonated with you or you know anyone that can benefit from it, we would love it if you can share it with them. Thanks so much for being with us today. I will chat with you all next week. Have a beautiful day.